0: As the Rector of St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, may I welcome you to this podcast and wish you every blessing in the new year. We have been offering these online services every week since the first lockdown began back in March 2020, and we shall continue to do so, particularly since the guidelines relating to live services can still change at very short notice. Each service combines archive recordings of our choir and congregational singing with newly recorded readings, intercessions, and sermons. And we'd like you to know that we keep a candle burning before the altar here each day as a sign of hope, and we give thanks for you all. May the light and peace of Christ be with you all as our worship begins. A voice came from heaven, thou art my beloved son, with thee I am well pleased. welcome to St Bride's to our choral Eucharist this morning as we celebrate the feast of the Baptism of Christ. Wherever you are in the world and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St Bride's family. Let us pray. We say together, Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known and from whom no secrets are hidden cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your holy spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through christ our lord amen the grace of god has dawned upon the world through our savior jesus christ who sacrificed himself for us to purify a people as his own, let us confess our sins. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We stand for the glory. Eternal Father, who at the baptism of Jesus revealed him to be your Son, anointing him with the Holy Spirit, grant to us, who are born again by water and the Spirit, that we may be faithful to our calling as your adopted children, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
1: The Old Testament reading is taken from Genesis chapter 1 beginning at the first verse. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was moving over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, one day. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: The second reading is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 19, beginning at the first verse. While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul passed through the upper country and came to Ephesus. There he found some disciples, and he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said, No, we have never even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, Into what then were you baptized? They said, Into John's baptism. And Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is, Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Spirit came on them. And they spoke with tongues and prophesied. There were about twelve of them in all. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And there went out to him all the country of Judea. And all the people of Jerusalem, and they were baptised by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, and had a leather girdle around his waist, and ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, "'After me comes he who is mightier than I,' the thong of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptised you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens opened and the Spirit descending upon him like a dove, and a voice came from heaven Thou art my beloved Son, with thee I am well pleased. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
3: May I speak in the name of the Living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. One of the things that I've missed since the start of the pandemic has been occasional chaplaincy duties at St Paul's Cathedral. In preparing for this morning, I was reminded of a conversation I had there some months back. I was approached by a visitor who was clearly very much taken with the cathedral, Nothing unusual about that. It's a space that moves many people and often unexpectedly. They wanted to know how they could become a member of the cathedral. I explained that services there, like any church, are open to all. That they would be welcome to join whenever they wanted. If they felt called, they could be baptised into the Christian faith. What became clear in that conversation, though, was that their interest was very particularly in being a member of the cathedral. I ended up suggesting that perhaps they would like to explore the cathedral's Friends Society. There's a danger in exceptional places of worship, like St. Paul's and indeed St. Bride's, that the building and its history can become the focus of our engagement, distracting us from an infinitely greater light. Today, as we mark the Lord's baptism and recall our own baptismal vows, I'd like to reflect on its significance. It's our initiation into the Christian faith, of course, but we can easily underestimate what that means. Authorization of baptism is found in the commands of Jesus. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, as Matthew's Gospel has it. And baptism is informed not only by Jesus' instruction, but also by his action, in that he freely submitted himself to baptism. Jesus uses the image of baptism in describing his mission. Are you able, he asks the disciples, to drink the cup that I drink, or to be baptized with the baptism that I must be baptized with? It is in this act of baptism that Jesus identifies himself with sinful humanity. That's why, for much of the Church's history, the baptism of Jesus has held rather more significance than the visit of the Magi, or even indeed the Nativity. In this fulfilment of all righteousness, as Jesus puts it, his ministry begins. Mark's account, generally regarded as the earliest of the Gospels, begins with an introduction to John the Baptist and an account of Jesus' baptism. There we read, a voice came from heaven saying, You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Wanting to linger over this passage, I came across this poetic reflection on Christ's baptism from Malcolm Guyte who I've been reading in recent weeks. Beginning here, we glimpse the three in one. The river runs, the clouds are torn apart. The Father speaks, the Spirit and the Son reveal to us the single loving heart that beats behind the being of all things and calls and keeps and kindles us to light. The dove descends, the spirit soars and sings, you are beloved, you are my delight. In that quick light and life, as water spills and streams around the man like quickening rain, the voice that made the universe reveals the God in man who makes it new again. He calls us to, to step into that river To die and rise and live and love forever. Malcolm's words prompted me to imagine stepping into that river, bringing to mind some river swimming last summer. I usually swim a few times a week, so not being able to do so is another of the deprivations of these days. And each summer, my usual desire for swimming threatens to become obsessional. If I see water, be that outdoor pools, rivers or the sea, I often want to throw myself in it. I find outdoor swimming a very rich experience. There's the smell of the water, its temperature, often refreshing in our climes, of course, its touch and the play of light on its surface. The touch of divine grace in the waters of baptism is infinitely more precious and surprising than my summer swims, though. Because whilst I can easily imagine pleasurable immersion, that rather misses the point. Because in our baptism, we are drowned and risen again. We're not just initiated into a particular community. Rather, we enter into the very life of Christ and his body, the church. Baptism marks a dying of our life of sin and rising with Christ in the fullness of his life giving spirit. In our epistle this morning, Paul asks his readers whether they have received the Holy Spirit. We might ask ourselves the same question we remember the baptism of christ and the importance of that event we recall our own baptism and its significance in our lives in our sharing in christ's death and resurrection we recognize again the freedom to which we have been born the call of love in our lives and the risk and promise of that calling. We ask ourselves, do we live lives aware of, open to, filled with and guided by Christ's life-giving spirit? I'll close with another of Malcolm Geith's poetic reflections, which speaks of that calling to the life for which we long. Love's hidden thread has drawn us to the font. A wide womb floating on the breath of God, feathered with seraph wings, lit with a sift, the swift lightning of praise, with thunder overspread and undergirded with an unheard song, calling through water, fire, darkness, pain, calling us, To the life for which we long yearning to bring us to our birth again again the breath of god is on the waters in whose reflecting face our candles shine again he draws from death the sons and daughters for whom he bids the elements combine as living stones around a font today Rejoice with those who roll the stone away. Amen. Let
0: us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray.
5: Lord of the morning, we come before you and ask you to hear the prayers we offer. May the gift of your holy word be a lantern at our feet a light to our paths and a strength to our lives. We pray for Queen Elizabeth and her family, for Alison, our rector, Jeff, our associate priest, and everyone who has made it possible for us to come together in this act of worship. We thank you for the work of scientists and pharmacists in creating new vaccines in the fight against the coronavirus, for the dedication and perseverance of those within the medical profession and all involved in keeping the country safe. Lift them up when they grow weary and give them courage to face the difficulties which confront them.
2: Lord Lord for for the the years, years, we give you give you
4: thanks.
5: We thank you for our family and friends, the special people you have given us. Watch over those from whom we are separated, who have shared in our laughter good times, and tears, and who we are now not able to see. We pray for better days ahead, when we will be together again. Lord of Light, you take us through deep waters, but never abandon us in the storm. We walk in the dark, but you never leave us without light. Be with us in the night of our anxiety and in our daily waking, that we may keep faith with each other as you have kept faith with us. Healing God, be with all who are unwell and suffering, and for whom life brings little happiness.
2: Lord, Lord, for the years, years, we give you give you thanks.
5: We pray for the homeless and their animals, those living alone and who feel unloved and isolated, and for the volunteers and care workers who help them. In a time of quietness, We think of all known to us who are in need of our prayers and those who have no one to pray for them. Lift up those who have fallen, strengthen those who struggle and give comfort to the distressed.
2: Lord for the years, years, we give you give you thanks.
5: God of the spirits, Receive the souls of those departed from their earthly life. Give them the life that knows no age, the good things that do not fade away, and rest in your eternal kingdom. Lord of the morning, we thank you for your creation, for the wide sky, for the ocean and streams, for mist-shrouded hills and whispering wind, the gradual lengthening of days, Snowdrops emerging from the frozen ground as a sleeping world awakens from winter's icy grip. Help us to keep this treasure, your earth, safe from harm. Merciful Merciful Father,
0: Father, accept accept these prayers prayers for the sake sake of your Son, Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Will you please stand? our saviour christ is the prince of peace of the increase of his government and of peace there shall be no end the peace of the lord be always with you It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy at all times and in all places to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. And now we give you thanks, because in the incarnation of the Word, a new light has dawned upon the world that all the nations may be brought out of darkness to see the radiance of your glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. (coughs) Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom. And with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, and that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. Let us pray. Lord of all time and eternity, you opened the heavens and revealed yourself as Father in the baptism of Jesus, your beloved Son. In the power of your Spirit, complete the heavenly work of our rebirth through the waters of the new creation, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Almighty God. Christ, the Son of God, perfect in you the image of his glory, and gladden your hearts with the good news of his kingdom. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always. Amen.